0: Now, Joseph, he was just an ordinary man, just like any other person. He was ordinary. The Bible describes him as a just man who was a carpenter by trade. And that's all we really know about him, his job. He did not set out to do any great or noble task for his God or for mankind. He just set out to be fair and just in his vocation as a carpenter. That was his job. Can you relate to this? When you think about some of the great preachers and people who have died for their faith, it's sometimes hard to relate to them, relate to their circumstances. But here we have Joseph. He was not a man who spent a lot of time studying God's word. He didn't proclaim God's word to anybody. We know that he was faithful in his attendance at temple worship, which would be like us being faithful in our attendance to church. But there was nothing really extraordinary about him. The people that saw him in town would not have said There's Joseph, one of the most uh, holy men I know. He spoke with great words of wisdom. Actually, the Bible doesn't even record him speaking any words at all. It just records his actions, his doing, after he heard and listened. And most of us here tonight are called into not, you're not called to preach or teach. Most of us will not be pastors or deaconesses or missionaries. Most of us will have vocations or have vocations where God has placed us out in the world, out in the secular world, so to speak, just like Joseph's job. We're going to, you are going to be in a trade that is for the benefit of society, for society as a whole, just like Joseph was. His trade, his vocation, it was carpentry. What is your vocation? What are you setting out to do? What are you doing now? Another way that we can relate to Joseph is this guy had relationship issues. When we first encountered Joseph in the Gospel of Matthew he is going through a very difficult situation. To make things worse, this is recorded for all time after he had this difficult relationship issue. We read, Now the birth of Jesus Christ took place in this way. When his mother Mary had been betrothed to Joseph, before they came together, She was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Now we are reading this in hindsight. We know the whole story. But Joseph did not realize that the woman he was engaged to was God's chosen woman to bear Jesus for the sins of the whole world. All he knew was that his fiancée and Back then, that's as good as married. All he knew is that his fiance is pregnant. He believed, and for good reason, that she cheated on him. His future, as he planned it, it was ruined. Have you ever had somebody that you were in a relationship with hurt you? It's tough. I I have, and it is tough. It hurts deeply, and it can keep you up at night. You can go sleepless, you can get sick. I've talked with lots of people, and I've talked to lots of people about my, my relationship issues. This was a major deal. We read that Mary's husband, Joseph, being a just man and unwilling to put her to shame, resolved to divorce her quietly. Joseph didn't know what else to do. He didn't want to start out his marriage with trust issues. And he didn't feel like he could trust Mary. But he loved her also, and he didn't want to shame her any more than she was already shamed. And she was shamed. You can guarantee that. Plus, knowing Joseph's own sinful issues... He wasn't ready to cast the first stone. According to law, Mary could have been stoned for being found pregnant. She was very fortunate, very blessed that God had her betrothed to Joseph because Joseph decided he did not wish that for this woman his fiance. For anyone that has had a broken relationship, you know how hard this must have been for him to walk away. But these are the things of life. Life is not perfect outside of Jesus. It has trials. And this was part of Joseph's life. He still had to go to work. He still had to make a living, even though he was going through these tough emotional things. For Joseph, Mary's pregnancy was a major trial. What kind of trials do you have in your life today? Those trials, whether it be papers, exams, work, bills, family issues, relationship issues, They can make us just want to quit and leave, just like Joseph had resolved to leave Mary. She, of course, wanted the relationship to continue. This was done to her. She received this child from the Holy Spirit, and she probably had fears that she was going to be all alone. We all have trials, just like Joseph. He decided that he was going to get a divorce and just be done and try to move on from all the headache and the heartache. But something happened. We all know what it was, and that something changed everything. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had spoken by the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. You see, in the midst of Joseph's life and his trials, and I think something interesting to point out is, he says, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife. You know, Mary, that shows Mary wanted to be married to him. But he was afraid. He was afraid about what others would think. He was afraid that she was lying to him. All sorts of fears. We have all sorts of fears. When Joseph heard this word, and it was a word, he didn't see anything. This was a, a word that changed everything. Joseph knew then, by that word, that the Savior, he knew that the Savior, I'm sorry, was going to come to his family. This was promised a long, long time ago. His great, 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 great grandpa, David, we read that promise, would be the Christ, who would set God's people free? But Joseph had lost, his family had lost the kingdom years ago. And he, royalty, royal blood, was working alongside every ordinary citizen. He couldn't imagine that the Christ, God's only begotten Son, would come from his wife. And yet, Here was God's only begotten son in flesh and blood inside his own house, inside his own wife. When he looked at Mary by this word, by the power of the Holy Spirit, he was to see the carrier of the presence of God. That's an amazing thing. That's something that only the eyes of faith can see. It's like, I was listening earlier this week, it's like the Ark of the Covenant. It's carrying the presence of the Lord in her womb. And this changed everything. When Joseph woke from sleep, he did as the angel of the Lord commanded him. He took his wife, but knew her not until she had given birth to a son. He called his name Jesus. Did you notice? Nothing changed. Yet everything changed. Mary was still pregnant And Joseph would still have the murmurs of the townspeople. Everybody knew the baby wasn't his. Yet God with us was God with Joseph. And this gave him strength to carry on. To carry on with the wedding. To raise a boy that was God's gift for the entire world. God's word created faith, and this faith, it bore the fruit of action. God's word gave him strength. And look at what it gave him strength to do: not to go out and preach to millions of people. It gave him strength to be a husband, it gave him strength to be a father, it gave him strength to be a carpenter. To be a protector, to be a provider. It gave him strength for ordinary life, like the lives that you guys have. I'm not saying you're ordinary, but you know what I mean. Why are you here this evening? We're gathered here to hear God's word, his word that can remove our guilt our sins that can remove our fears and give us strength to live in our vocations to be the best student the best child the best girlfriend boyfriend husband wife parent worker wherever god has called us to be Our situations will remain the same as they were before this service. You'll still have the tests. You'll still have the job, the wife, the husband. But the difference is, is that we are reminded that in the person of Jesus, God is with us. And even though nothing's changed, that changes everything. If God is with us, who can be against us? Joseph would have the strength to keep his family safe from a vengeful king that wanted Jesus dead. And through Joseph's obedience, this always blows my mind, through through his obedience to God's word, Jesus ended up fulfilling multiple promises in the Holy Scripture. He goes into Egypt. He's brought up out of Egypt. He ends up going to Nazareth. That's all Joseph's actions. And yet, Jesus is fulfilling his word through Joseph's actions. Jesus made Joseph's ordinary actions moving. Moving. That's an ordinary thing. But those actions became holy because God was with him. God used Joseph to carry the baby Jesus where the scriptures needed him to go. But as a man, Jesus, the adopted son of Joseph the carpenter, would carry that grown man his father's sin all the way to the cross to pay for them in full. When Jesus was nailed to the cross, he took every doubt, every fear, and every act of disobedience that his earthly father Joseph committed. Jesus took all of those upon himself. And Joseph's sins died. His fears and doubts died when his adopted son took his last breath. Joseph's adopted son's death on the cross made Joseph an ordinary person just like you and I into a saint. We are ordinary men and women just like Joseph. We have nothing to offer in infinitely holy and just God. He knows that. And that is why in his mercy and love he has given us Jesus, the adopted son of Joseph, to be God with us. We all have sins. We all have failures. We all have deep hurt and disappointment. But Jesus, God's only begotten son, has taken all of those things upon himself. And when he paid for Joseph's sin, he paid for yours as well. And like Joseph, we ordinary people, we ordinary people are made into the saints of God. We are saints who bear abundant fruit in the vocations that he has placed us in, wherever they may be. God with us changes everything. Because God is with us, we have strength for today, and we have hope for tomorrow. And now may the peace that surpasses all understanding guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus until he returns for you. Amen.